So hello, how's my wonderful listeners out there doing? I have to admit that it's been a very tough couple of weeks uh, for me personally, for also for uh, a couple of my friends. On my last episode, I talked about my trip to um, Daytona, and of course, I got I got injured, hurt my ankle, <laughs> and so. You know, I know I chuckle here, but it's not funny. It has not been fun rolling myself around in this little. The guys are already joking at me. They call they they want to call me um, uh, what is it? Uh, scooter? <laughs> no, they're not gonna call me Scooter. I'll scoot you, all right. But anyway, yeah, it's been a couple uh, a couple of us of other of my buddies that um, that went down and. Not not good, you know. I mean, all of them are good. They're they're healthy, bloodied up, of course, and beat up. So that's why I say that my ankle injury is nothing but a hey. You know, it could have been worse, and uh, I and and even them, you know, they say it could have been worse. They they could have just not come out of it. I mean, one of them uh, was just rolling down the road, according to what he told me, and uh, got, a car just got right in front of him. I mean, he's going like 60, 60, and this car gets in front of him and, and decides he wants to like not be going 60. So he goes, bangs the car uh, and goes up in the air, actually lands on the car, which what from what he tells me, he was lucky because of that action. It actually saved his life. Uh, and then uh, my other buddy rolling down the road all by himself. I think the road was wet. And uh, uh, he had a partner, he, uh, a wingman. We call it a wingman to your left or to your right. And he said that the, uh, his bike just like went down from under him, just like whoop. And basically, from my understanding, he hit the, you know, that white line as you travel, you know, that white line on the road. And it was wet. And so that's like, uh, that is a dangerous line. It, it's dangerous when it's not when it's not wet, it's slippery. So... Uh, you could imagine uh, just being a little moist or if it's, or if there's some grease on it or, or, or a spot of water and you and you happen to be riding by it, trying to do even a little tiny turn. you yeah, it's not good. So he got beat up pretty bad. And, uh, I talked to him, you know, he's a, he's a tough guy, man. I actually served with this, served with him uh, in the army. Uh, let me take that back. I didn't serve with him. But the funny thing is, we were in the same same place, and this was in Hawaii, and he was there at the same time that I was. That was something I I always uh, I goof around and tell him, you know, it's, it's a good thing we didn't run into each other, uh, because uh, it, we probably would have been classified as salt and pepper, and 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 probably would have always been in trouble. Yeah, we would have been the troublemakers for sure. And I'm sure my wife wouldn't have not liked them then. <laughs> so, yeah, he's um, he's recovering good. His face looks kind of beat up. He tells me, at least I got a new bike out of it. You know, hey, because his was totaled. Not a good way to try to get a new bike. I, I know he wasn't trying to do that. Don't um, don't get it twisted here. But uh, it's just um, you got to be funny about it. You know, like I laugh about my ankle. 
and the stupid mistake. I call it a amateur mistake because you're so, you know, your, your instinct is to put that leg out there if your bike is about to fall when there's other things that you could do. And those other things, I promise you, I will practice, you know, besides the, the motorcycle incidents, we had another friend that, uh, uh, his, uh, her mom passed away. She had to go up, uh, and, uh, do the, do the farewell for her mama. And so it's not a, it's not been an easy, past couple of weeks for again me personally and then again with all my with all my buddies love them all like i've always said uh so yeah so they're up there i think tomorrow is the funeral or is it monday but my deepest condolence to her love her love her man very good people and I always like to stay in the positive note, you know, like to stay happy because that's the only way to be. And it's just been very hard staying happy. I also had my uh, my son, my daughter-in-law gave birth to our beautiful baby girl, first baby girl that we that we get in the family. So, you know, that's uh, that we were super ecstatic about that when we found out. And so she gave birth. She gave birth uh, about maybe two weeks, two and a half weeks early. So the baby was um, like five pounds and third, uh, I don't know, five pounds and eight ounces, something like that. The baby had a, a small complication with the esophagus, which is the tube that connects to the stomach. So they had to do a, an operation almost like two days later after birth. So imagine that for a little baby to, to go through that. But, uh, thank God, knock on wood operation, uh, uh the surgery was a, a success. It took a long time. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I believe, uh, they took her in at 10 o'clock in the morning. And so because of my condition with my messed up ankle, I, and then the way they're, they're doing it with one person at a time, I, my wife said, you stay here. So I stood in the house, my wife went. The wife phone, needless to say, was not getting any service up there. So I am texting, you there yet? I don't get nothing back. What's up, you know, <laughs> have you seen the baby yet? Nothing. Finally, my son reaches out to me in uh, uh, in a video chat. He tells me, "Hey, I've been trying to get in contact with mommy," and and I said, "Well, me too." So I, I take her her phone, got no service, and uh, so he tells me, "Yeah, uh, pops are about to take her in." And uh, yeah, so at uh, about ten o'clock in the morning, they took her in, and and let me tell you, I mean, oh. I had boiled two eggs and I was looking at them and I said, man, I got to go eat those two eggs. And then I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat anything until she, until she gets through all this. And then I decided to eat anyway, but cause I said, come on, don't, don't do that. You got to be positive, you know, try to stay, 
keep the positive. I reached out to everyone of my, just around everyone that I felt was a person that loves life and would pray for my granddaughter. I reached out to him. I said, Hey man, prayer, please for my, for my granddaughter. And I want to say thank you to everyone that uh, did that to everyone that sent out their prayers. Greatly appreciate it. I reached out to my sister down in, uh, uh, both of my sisters, one of, the, one of them is in North Carolina, North Kakilaka, and the other one is in down there in Holland. And uh, she was, uh, you know, eagerly waiting uh, for. Anyway, anyway, I sent her, please pray. Uh, she knew that she had some complications already, and but I told her this is the day of the surgery. Uh, that surgery, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, okay, 12 o'clock. I asked my son before, what time do you think he, uh, she's going to go in, you know? And, I mean, not in, but what time or how long did they tell you the procedure is going to be? He said, about three hours. So I'm already, you know, into, okay, okay 10, 11, 12, 1, 1 o'clock, you know, 1 o'clock. But guys, let me tell you, one o'clock came, nothing. One thirty, I'm like, these minutes are taking like hours. Every time I look at the clock, I swear like an hour, and you know, it was only a couple of minutes. I'm like, oh my god, it's only one fifteen. I look again, oh my god, it's only one thirty, and I'm like, I just couldn't stop looking at that clock. Finally. Two o'clock, three o'clock, and then finally at four o'clock, my phone rings. That everything was okay and everything went well. And uh, my son, after they brought her out, um, took like a uh, one minute, uh, like a one minute video and sent it out to us. I tell you what, I sad when you see a baby <sighs> yeah I cried then like I'm crying like I'm crying but she is our um our first baby <clears throat> baby girl they came into the family you know and uh our first granddaughter i want to say that you see how um i don't care how tough you say you are i don't give a hoot how tough you say you are when it comes to um, when you think that you're looking at a an angel that's going through some suffering, yeah, if you don't break down, you're not human. But um, we, we are human and we all have our feelings. I am, I, I am, uh, you know, the other thing is that uh, now we won't, uh, they're going to keep her under observation for uh, quite a bit here, maybe mid-December. 
So <laughs> it's a long time. Needless to say, uh, we're going to have uh, Thanksgiving here in a couple of days. Uh, next week, in fact. It's not going to be the same. For me, we're going to cook. You know, we're going to try to keep the happy happy because we ha I have to be happy. I mean, I have to be happy that the good Lord the good man's hands was was there and and like a couple of my my family members told me if it's in if it's in the will of god for that young baby to survive and be strong and and come and, and be able to jump in our laps one day that's what it's going to be you gotta have faith so faith is very strong so i I just wanted to tell you this because it's been a while I, I don't come on the mic uh, because of all the things that's just been popping out. You know, I've always said that no matter how good it may be going, there's always something that gets, that gets thrown in front of you, some kind of challenge and how you deal with it. It's going to determine the end result. You know, they always say, it's not how hard you fall, but it's how quickly you get back up. It's not how many times you fail. It's how many times you pick yourself back up and learn from that failure. Because you have to fail. To, to succeed, you have to fail. Because if you go out there and you try something for the very first time, and you are an absolute master at it in the and, and the first shot, that would be a miracle. You know, this crazy world of love, I, I know I just switched channels on you, and I apologize because I, I just want to get my my brain flowing into something else. But, yeah, you know, the, the crazy world of uh, love and relationships is the same. Shit is going to be thrown at you. It's a test. It's a test of your will. Test of your courage. Test of you to see what your reaction is going to be for certain things. So uh, that's why you always, you got to have faith. You got to believe in the big man up there. And uh, you say your prayers. I say mine. Say your prayers because prayers help. They go a long, long way. Your loved ones that love you, the ones that you haven't reached out, uh, you haven't reached out to them for in a while, do that. Say hello. You know, your your mom, your dad, if they're still alive, give them a call. Maybe a little more often than you've been doing. Even call them out of, out of, out of zinc. In other words, you're used to calling them on a Saturday morning, but today is Tuesday. I know they're going to get worried, like, wow, why are you calling me on Tuesday? But just tell them because I was thinking of you and just wanted to say hello. Make their day. It's a good thing. So, yeah, make their day. You know, when you get the, um, to, or when you get to the point of not being able to call a mom or a dad, like in my case, I've already, uh, both of my parents have deceased. So 
that was a a tough time for me actually um getting over that especially my mom i felt like if she left us early i felt like the hospital was at fault with so many things emotions forget it were running rampant i was a for six months after my mom passed away i was really really a wreck i mean really bad road rage was outrageous i did some things that I may talk about it one day, but um, but you know, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you the one that really made me think about the fact that I need to stop. So I was heading towards a party, and I was leaving the gas station, going into a road. For whatever reason, the individual behind me felt that I cut him off, and he kept on blasting his horn. He kept on, you know, doing his headlights and he kept on screaming and doing the finger thing. And I'm looking at the rearview mirror and I'm observing all this. And all I do is get boiled up to the point where I explode. I jump out of my car. It was a cold day. So I'm wearing this uh, long black, uh, what they call midi um, coat, leather, all the way down to your like just above your ankles. And and the reason why I say that is because I, I look like a pretty menacing type of dude, man. And so I put my car in park. I, I crossed the road, the complete road, so that he won't be able to go around the car. My wife is screaming at me like, what What are you doing? And I just wanted to, to get this individual out of the car and just basically strangle him and beat him up. That's what I wanted to do. Because I felt like you want to put your, you want to put your finger up at someone. You want to be like the way you are. I'm going to teach you what it is to be like what you want to be right now. I want to beat you the fuck up. But as soon as I got out of my car and I started and I started to approach, there was a kid that was sitting on the passenger side, and I looked at this kid's face, and I saw the fear in his eyes, like. He was like asking his dad or whoever that person was like, what is happening right now? And it, and it just made me turn around. That kid, I want to say was an angel that saved me moving forward because I have not had an episode of road rage since that time. But before that, oh my God. Talk about locking your brakes and coming out of that car and you're trying to yank an individual out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. That was me, man. I was like that for six months, man. I, after my mom passed away, I was like a wreck. But anyway, yeah, so uh, your parents, your loved ones, reach out to them. If you have them alive, come on, reach out to them, talk to them. And you know it's crazy when when you just want to get off the phone and they want to keep on talking and you say goodbye like 15, 20 times and they still want to be talking, let them talk. Let them get it all out. You know, because at that moment, no matter how far away they are from you, 
they feel they feel so close when they're talking to you. So yeah, make their day. Call them more often than than you're doing now, and that'll make their day. So, my friends, I want to say this. I know uh, I've talked about uh, uh, having a pretty bad couple of weeks. Yeah, and uh, we have to be positive. We have to, you know, make sure that we keep ourselves up. I have done that. From the bottom of my heart, I do want to thank all my friends that supported me, that helped me, that sent out those prayers for my granddaughter. Uh, she is the the absolute angel in my life right now. And uh, she's not out of it all the, all the way, so I got to keep those prayers going. But there is a little bit of uh, good news. Um, last week, because of all the time that I have in my hands now, I had to take a, not had to take, I signed up for a uh, um, a course for the platform that I'm doing right now for Anchor. And uh, during that course on the second day, uh, I was sent an email that I was approved for uh, videos. And so moving forward, you'll be able to to see my ugly mug. That's funny. I'm going to have to make sure my hair is combed. <laughs> so uh, I feel really good about it because in that class that I was taking, it was a virtual class live. And there's people there that um, have applied just like I did for the video chatting and within the platform. And uh, when I said that to the to the host of the of the of the class. Uh, uh, she said, great, that's good news. And then she laughed because she said, I know that you told me when, before you even started putting anything out there, you you looked at your equipment for four months before you decided. I said, yeah, I'm probably going to have to get me a camera now. And I'm probably going to stare at the camera for another couple of months before I put my, before I put my, my video up there. So she laughed. And so did the rest of the people in the class, but within the class, there was a one of the other podcasters that uh, said, hey, Eddie, you know, so when did you apply? And I said, I want to say maybe a month ago, maybe just short of a month. And she was like, okay, just interested because I, I had applied also and I haven't got my my green light. So that made me feel good in the sense that that I was, you know, selected or given the green light to do that. So, yeah, moving forward, uh, you're going to not only hear my voice, but you'll be able to see my face if you wanted to. You don't have to because the platform is designed that if you are standing still within an area that you could see a video, then yes. But if you just want to hear the voice, then then you just drive on. And uh, so I got to try to figure out how to make that exciting. <laughs> and uh, I know one of my sons, is uh, he does this uh, live streaming and he's doing very, very good at it. Uh, so I'm going to take some some big time lessons uh, from from him for sure. Uh, I want to say, guys, I, I love everyone out there. Love your support. Love you all from the bottom of my heart. Keep your prayers going for my granddaughter, Ariana. Love her. And um, thank you again for everything. And, of course, with passion. Do it. Everything passionately works out better. Laugh often. Even when it's hard. And it's been hard, even when it's hard. Take some laughter and respect one another. That's the key. Until next time. Adios.